Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. All the way from Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to the Potterverse. It's a podcast dedicated to the book and film universe of Harry Potter. So grab your favorite wands and time turners. Let's step into the night and pursue that flighty temptress adventure. And welcome back. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and there's no way I'm messing around with uh, a werewolf. Just ain't going to happen. I'm staying away from the werewolf aspect of any part of my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little disappointed in Hermione and Harry, because you know what they did? They just straight up left Ron and Snape to be eaten by a werewolf. Nom nom. Just... Whatever, whatever. I gotta go find Sirius. I gotta go help him out. And you left your teacher and your best friend ready With to be werewolf. dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, of wow. course, this chapter is chapter twenty in the Prisoner of Azkaban, titled "The Dementor's Kiss." Are you insane? Said Harry, his voice easily as croaky as Sirius's. Of course, I want to leave the Dursleys. Have you got a house? When can I move in? Sirius turned right around to look at him. Snape's head was scraping the ceiling, but Sirius didn't seem to care. You want to, he said. You mean it? Yeah, I mean it, said Harry. Sirius's gaunt face broke into the first true smile Harry had seen had seen upon it. The difference it made was startling, as though a person ten years younger were shining through the starved mask. For a moment, he was a recognizable he was recognizable as the man who had laughed at Harry's parents' wedding. Oh, I love Love. Have you got a house? Uh, you got a house? <laughs> I'd love. If you got a tent, I'll still count. How this chapter is written. I know. E- everything about this chapter, it is, uh, the, the whole, the whole book is, is, I think building to this moment. Um, because we've talked about it in this book so much where it's Harry. And oh, this book is so good because it focuses on Harry, the person, as opposed to Harry, the wizard. Harry the kid that goes to Hogwarts. It's the chosen one. It's Harry the the kid. Harry mm-hmm. how he exists as a as a human and wizard at the yes. same time. And this moment here it is not only I think one of my favorite moments in all of the books um but in the films as well. It, and it tells you so much about Harry and Sirius's relationship and it that this small moment of you have a house, yeah, of course I want to go. It kind of reminds me of that moment when teenage Voldemort is walking towards Harry in the Chamber of Secrets, and he rests himself on the column, and he's like, "You can't help her." Like it's just that small human moment. These mm. little moments that tell you so much about the people when you want 
to just look into it yeah. and read it for yourself. Oh, God, I, I live for those moments. Live for it. Well, before we get into further of this chapter, we wanted to remind you that today's sponsor is MinuteWithMary.com. It's my one-stop shop for all things beauty and skincare. We want to thank all of you who have already been supporters of my Minute With Mary shop. And if you yourself are looking to get some of the most defined lashes of your lifetime, you're going to want my double wand mascara. It's my Twisted Epic Mascara, and I'm giving it to you for a 15% off discount because I love you and you're my listeners. It's an and unheard I of discount. Unheard of discount. So you can go to minutewithmary.com slash discount to grab that. And if mascara isn't your jam and you need something else, just search the hashtag minutewithmary. Request to join my VIP group on Facebook. I've got a lot of fun tips and tricks there as well. Once again, minutewithmary.com. I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good. Okay, so in this chapter, quick synopsis. The trio, Ron, who is shackled to Peter Pettigrew. Mind you, Ron has a broken leg. I don't know if that was the best choice of a person to be shackled to Peter Pettigrew with a broken leg. Yeah, no, definitely not. (laughs) And Lupin. So there's like this trio of them going through. We've got serious levitating Snape and Snape is just repeatedly scraping his head on the cavern wall and Harry, of course, and Crookshank. So they all come on out, out of the tunnel, except werewolf time for Lupin. Oh my God, hold on. We got to take care of this. Serious plops right into a puppy formation (laughs) and it goes off and tries to take care of things. And then of course they hear some some stuff happening. Pettigrew transforms into a rat. Bye-bye. Ron and Crookshanks get knocked out. Knocked out. Like petrified. Not petrified, but yeah. They get knocked out. Yeah, they're done for a little while. And then um, Harry and Hermione run after run after Black to go try to save him from the Dementors. Harry tries, expect a Patronum, expect a Patronum, and it doesn't work. And some kind of like glowing, amazing animal comes to save him, and he sees someone familiar in the distance. And that's the end of the chapter. Dot, dot, dot. Brilliant and, writing. Again, yes. If starting at the Shrieking Shack, if, you, if you've stuck with us chapter by chapter once a week, uh, God bless you. But I'm telling you, you have something wrong in your brain because... I don't know how you, you, from chapter 16 on, you just got to keep reading. There's, there's no stopping. If, if, Ain't no stopping. It, you, you, have, you have to keep going because. Read the book. The, the, the way that this is written, the, the momentum, the, the pacing, all of it, it's just, it's begging you yes. to move forward. And Lily Jenkins here actually has a great question for you, Mary, mm-hmm. on, on YouTube. She says, in a route, Dementors kiss as a name for a lipstick. Oh, dang, Lily. Ding, 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 ding. Ah, you yeah, got yeah. a winner. Oh, yes. Bam. Just like that. A winner. Ooh. I am uh, in. in. Love it. In. Love it. I think, I think we should try to find a way to start marketing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. So here we are. We just need to have a moment. Just take a moment for Snape. Yeah, you know, his head getting bounced around and just... Scraped. And Harry's like, I don't think Sirius like cares. And I think Sirius actually is making sure he gets scraped and bumped along the way. So you're just thinking like, you know, Levy Corpus. You know, like a little... <laughs> Guardian Leviosa uh, of your body. Just next came <laughs> Professor Snape, drifting creepily along, his toes hitting each stair as they descended, held up by his own wand, which was being pointed at him by Sirius, Harry and Hermione brought up 
the rear. Oh, Sirius is holding Snape's wand. He is doing the, to this this to him with his own wand. Oh. <laughs> Harry went right after Sirius, who was still making Snape drift along ahead of them. He kept bumping his lolling head on the low ceiling. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and Harry had the impression Sirius was making no effort to prevent this. Oh, very different than in the movie. Yes, very, very different. Um, I actually preferred the movie bit for the Snape part. Where he comes out and he like protects the kids. Yes, I agree. Um, and it's Alan Rickman. And yeah, I would hate I, to see his face scraped up. Right. And, and but and the the way in the movie that it 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 jumps from what are you doing? And then he turns around, he puts his arms out and he's protecting the kids. Yes. It, it's just such a a beautiful moment of acting. And again, this is why the book and the movie are separate, but yes. in my eyes, equal in, in this case. I, th- they can both exist. Because Snape right now, he's useless. He's not doing he's anything. And then the same thing kind of happens with Crookshanks and Ron. When they get outside and Pettigrew breaks free, he actually g- grabs Lupin's wand and stuns Ron. Right. But then also stuns Crookshanks. He's <laughs> like, yes, Amen. justice. Justice. Who says that in the movies? Uh, that's uh, Dur- uh, Dursley. Is uh, Vernon Dursley? Dursley. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the he's got the spoon. Just with the ice cream. Yeah, the ice cream. Justice. <laughs> it's actually in this movie, isn't it? In this movie, yeah, it is. No, no, that's uh, that's the fifth movie. It's the fifth movie. Yeah, because that's when Harry does the Patronus, and he gets the letter from um, Mafalda Hopkirk. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. It's just so funny. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's the way it that he, a great de- he delivers it. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's, Snape is an active player in the film. Uh, and, and in here, this... in, the mo- in the book, he's just not. Uh, he's an accessory. He is an accessory. But so are Ron and Crookshanks at this point. Yeah, by the way, Crookshanks getting uh, knocked out. Hey, man, why, why you gotta hate me? <laughs> Why you gotta be like that? Look at you. <laughs> I can't use another the big voice. another great difference is just once again the power of the trio, the power of Harry and Hermione that that they go after Sirius together, and he's yeah. trying to like all the while teacher expecto patronum. Think of a happy little thought. Any happy little thought. Any happy little thought. Yeah. Think of <laughs> spring of springtime. Think of snow. Anything. Come on. What do you? balls. Off we go. Let's go. No, you're not picking this up. <laughs> no, I got. I got Peter Pan. Whatever. I don't. Peter Pan. I'm out on Peter Pan. I mean, me too. I know. I'm out on Peter Pan. Blake and I, when we do watch Peter Pan with the kids, we think of it as a horror movie. Oh, you know, that's my idea that I that like I've I've kind of started to put together in my head. Oh my god, you where, should write it. Where instead of Peter Pan being this kid movie, you like let's turn it on its head and make Peter Pan the villain, where he goes into kids' rooms and he takes them and he tries to make them his friends. And and like, because he's not he's not a good guy. No, not a good guy. Especially when you watch the Disney animated version, all he does is like play around with Wendy's heart. Quit right. playing games with my heart. And Captain Hook is actually trying to save the kids from Peter. Yeah. And like, I I just have this picture in my head of like the kids saying, "I want to go home," and Peter like Ooh. he like looks up with just his like Damien eyes, and it's like find that. He makes a crow sound. Yeah. <laughs> he crows at them. <laughs> and it's like terrifying. It's like he's a psycho. Do you want to be a codfish too? 
Let me tell you my happy little thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay. so. Uh, yeah. So I think. Uh, I was talking about Expecto Patronum and how Harry was teaching Hermione, like, swish and flick, yes. Expecto Patronum. Just that, yep, she goes down. And She's I, down right I hate, away. I hate to keep comparing the book and the film, but like, it's, o- it's almost in inevitable. Yeah. It's almost inevitable in this chapter. Do you. Did you prefer the book version of both Harry and Hermione going or did you prefer the movie version where it's just Harry and Sirius? I don't really care, I guess, because Harry and Hermione in the future now go back in time together. So I'm fine with it either way, to be honest, because they go on this adventure with the time turner a little bit together. Yes. So I'm actually quite fine with them being together like they are in the book. I appreciate that they changed it in the movie. And if I had to have a chapter of this book that was different and I liked better on screen, it would be this chapter. Yes, I think I would agree with you. Mind you, it's super short. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying is that I'm fine with it. Let's stay with the book combo for right now. I I agree. I agree. You have to. It's just one of those things that you, you have to do. Whether it is the book or the film... When Sirius is talking to Harry about being a ho- having a home and being together, like it's so awkward. It's so so hopeful, though. And and the way that Harry also is just so giving in this conversation. You know what this means? Sirius said abruptly to Harry as they made their slow progress along the tunnel, turning Pettigrew in. You're you're free," said Harry. Yes, said Sirius, but I'm also, I don't know if anybody ever told you, I'm, I'm your godfather. Oh my gosh, you have such a tender side to Sirius. Oh, he, 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 every time I see this part in the film, I cry. I cry. I absolutely cry. And Harry says, yeah, I, I knew that. Well, your, your parents appointed me guardian, said Sirius stiffly. If anything happened to them, uh, Harry waited. Did Sirius mean what he thought he meant? I'll, I'll, I'll un- understand, of course, if, if you want to stay with your aunt and uncle, said Sirius. But, well, think about it. Once my, t- my name's clear, did, if, you want, if you wanted a, 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 a different home, some sort of explosion took place in the pit of Harry's stomach. What, li- live with you? He said, accidentally cracking his head and a bit of a rock protruding from the ceiling. Leave, leave the Dursleys? Uh, of course, I, I I thought you you wouldn't want to," said Sirius quickly. "I I understand. I, I thought I'd. Are you mad? I just <laughs> the whole uh, the, the back and forth, the give and take between the two of them. They're both equally asking for the same thing, and they don't even know it. It's family. It's <sighs> togetherness, and it is a fulfillment of a promise of real attachment, real, um, real love." between two people that otherwise would never have been together given the circumstances. It is really special. Though, may I ask you the question, does it happen too quickly? Mm. Does this great moment, a truly great moment in this book, does it happen too quickly? Yes. Why do you think it happens too quickly? Just five minutes ago, Harry kind of was about to kill Sirius, even though he didn't know the killing curse. But in my head canon, I think he would have done a little weird neck thing. You know the spell. <laughs> um, yeah, to me, to me, 
I would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew you're my godparent. <laughs> yeah. Let's go get ice cream first. Because <laughs> I get free ice cream from them. If I just sit out there, they just give it to me. Yeah. Like, let's go meet up. I don't need to pay. I mean, if you want to pay, you can because you're my godfather. Um, let's just, let's take things slow. <laughs> I hate the Dursleys. Maybe I can hang out with you for like a week and see how it goes from there. You know, it's like when you start to be in a relationship and then you're like, I'll spend a night. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go home. I'm going to see what I thought about that. <laughs> see how I felt about like your lifelong stash of craft macaroni and cheese and the fact that that is literally all you have and think, is this somewhere I want to spend a week, a month? Mm-hmm. The rest of my life. But Harry has been so... <laughs> no, I know. I know. But Harry has been so devoid of any like actual love for so long. He's been devoid of so, like any If this familial... was Lupin, if Lupin was saying to him, buddy, do you want to come live with me? Yes, in a heartbeat. I'm just saying, even as Gary Oldman, if it were me, I'd be like, um, can you just... Give me a little time to think about this. <laughs> you just left Azkaban. So maybe you should take a bath. Yeah, you're a bit stinky. I mean, I don't <laughs> like when you say you have a house, do you have a dog house? <laughs> do you have a dog house? And uh, Lily points out a great point here uh, on YouTube. She says, enduring this heartwarming conversation, Snape is floating around, hitting his head on a tree branch or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come here. We're getting a visitor from our uh, from our our good boy. Nightmare. Okay. Oh, he's having a nightmare. Oh no. You want to say hi to everybody? Here, look into the uh, speak into the mic. Hi. <laughs> Do you know what chapter we're reading today for Harry Potter? Chapter twenty. That's right, good boy. What's the what's the title of the chapter? The Dementors Kiss. Atta boy, good job. What do you think about Harry saying yes to living with uh, Sirius Black after he just met him? Like five minutes ago, he was willing to kill Sirius Black. And now he's like, sure, I'll live with you. Would you want to live with Sirius Black right away? No way. Why not? Because he looks scary. He does look mighty scary, right? Yeah. See, this is why this is why we're a team. Um, it's just written so expertly and and especially when you get to this part uh, that uh, that uh, the author gets to when Sirius Sirius's gaunt face broke into the first true smile Harry had seen upon it the difference it made was startling as though a person 10 years younger was shining through the starved mask for a moment he was recognizable as the man who had laughed at Harry's parents' wedding. And remember, the last time that Harry brought this conver- th- this portion of uh, or this notion of Harry's uh, parents' wedding and, and Sirius being there, he was looking at Sirius with visceral hatred. Yeah. This is the man that would betray them. Did he know then that this is what he, is what he was going to do? And to now reframe that where... He was looking at Sirius like he was a traitor, someone who was more than evil. He was uh, the epitome of all that is wrong with uh, everything that has happened 
to Harry. He is just as bad, if not worse, than Voldemort because he betrayed his parent parents. He was inhuman. How could you be so unjust? So unjust to be inhuman at this moment. And to take that same moment and reframe that moment into fulfilling humanity that recognizable face Deep. oh yeah you know what that you know what that needs oh that was off that was amanda points out agreed it went from Zero to hero, very fast. Nice Hercules reference right there, Amanda on Instagram. <laughs> uh, so I just, I, I, I love the kinds of emotions and the kind of um, imagery and um, everything that the author is evoking in this, in this back and forth. Very special, very special. Then we get werewolf time. Werewolf time. Lupin gets in the the moonlight. He starts to bust a move. Watch out. Hold on to your butt, spider monkey. Look at that. So much. Hold on to your butts, spider monkey. That deserves <laughs> one. Welcome to Jurassic Park. And say it out loud. Yeah, I think that's the first. Hybrids. That's the first double. <laughs> <laughs> Double drop. I got you, man. I think in Mary and Blake media history. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, we get out here and Sirius realizes he has to transform. <laughs> what? Rachel here on Facebook says, the Dementors, and they're the worst thing about prison, or at least according to Prison Mike <laughs> from The Office. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Bam! Just like that. Oh, thank you, Rachel, for that. Oh, that my was goodness good. Goodness gracious! So we um we <laughs> I know it was funny. Our little lad is still here. He's he's laughing along. He doesn't get the office joke at all, but he thinks it's funny nonetheless. Um, yeah. So we have the the werewolf, yep. the dog, Crookshanks, Ron, and Snape out of commission. Yep. And they go down and 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 Pettigrew transforms into a rat. Yes, and Lupin does the werewolf thing. He runs away. Sirius bl- runs after him. Snape and Ron are left to just the wind. So did I took it as he went and ran after Pettigrew. Pettigrew transforms. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. He does. And then he's he runs like, after Sirius. Yep. He's gone. Pettigrew transforms, and then Sirius is bleeding. There were gashes along his muzzle and his back. But at Harry's words, he scrambled up again, and in an instant, the sound of his pods faded to silence as he pounded away across the grounds. Yep. Oh, goodness gracious. So they're about to go tell somebody at the castle. This is when a Patronus would really come in handy, because you know how they have, like, I don't know, they're like a text message service? hmm You know? They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> they're coming. Like, if he could just bippity-boppity-boo his stag, you know, go tell Dumbledore, boom! Expect a Patronum. We need help. This is this is when they need to come up with how you can have a text message charm. Just to like say, 911 McGonagall. <laughs> just, just show up like a beeper. Yes. <laughs> you know? So they needed a beeper. I mean, heck, this took place in like near 2020. This was 2020. What, the, the, the mid-90s? Sure. Yeah. Mid-90s beepers Why were everywhere. Why not have beepers? Let's go. <laughs> and we get to Harry and Ron and Hermione. I mean, Harry and Hermione are chasing after Sirius. They go see him and he's, you know, all the Dementors 
at least a hundred of them yeah. gliding in a black mass around the lake toward them. And this is when, as I said, Harry's trying to teach her that expect a Patronum and it's just not really working. He fights to remember his happy thought, of course, is that he gets to live with Sirius. This is the happiest thought he can pull at this moment is that I'm going to live with him. I'm going to live with him. And his Patronus flickered and died. Because oh. he didn't even get, he just got like a little little silver, nice, fun thing. I have to call this out too, how it is, how it is written. Uh, the way that this is written is, is spectacular um, because... Do it, Blake. It, it says, I'm... I'm uh, oh, sorry, I, I lost it. I'm going to live with my godfather. I'm leaving the Dursleys. He forced himself to think of Sirius, and only Sirius, and began to chant, Expecto Patronum, Expecto Patronum. Black gave a shudder, rolled over, and lay motionless on the ground, pale as death. Now, remember, we went from being human and recognizable. Now we have moved back into death. He'll be all right. I'm going to go and live with him. It, 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 the first thought is... Um, the first thought is, I'm going to live with my godfather. He'll be all right. I'm going to go live with him. Expecto Patronum. Expecto Patronum. Hermione, help me. Expecto Patronum. Expecto. Hermione whispered, Expecto. Expecto. But she couldn't do it. The the Dementors were closing in, barely 10 feet from them. They formed a solid wall around Harry and Hermione and were getting closer. Expecto Patronum, Harry yelled, trying to blot the screaming from his ears. Expecto Patronum. A thin wisp of silver escaped his wand and hovered like the mist before him. At the same moment, Harry felt Hermione collapse next to him. Next to him, he was alone, completely alone. Excellent stuff. And then it continues on, and with a huge effort, he fought to remember. Sirius was innocent. Innocent. We'll be okay. I'm going to live with him. Expecto Patronum. And why do you think he? emphasizes this fact that Sirius is actually innocent. What? Why is that important to Harry? Because I think ever since he realized that the person who was responsible for his parents' death was his godfather, it just revved him up even more. The betrayal is what revved him up so much. Mm-hmm. And to know, oh my gosh, my parents did have a good best friend who didn't, well, I mean, they still had Pettigrew, who was one of the, you know, the Marauders, so I guess they still did choose poorly. But it wasn't their best friend. It wasn't their best man. And to know that, I don't know, like he can stand up for their best friend. Like that's really, really important. He doesn't have his parents, but he's got his godfather. He's got their bestie. Sure. I I wonder if it validates him as well. I wonder if him reciting and chanting the Expecto Patronum, but also noting like almost just as much as I'm going to live with him. Is him noting he's innocent. I wonder if that validates the happy thought. I wonder if that validates his want and desire. Like it is going to happen. He is going to be innocent because he is innocent. Right. Like this can happen. Yeah, I like that. The positive thinking. And I, I wonder too if it's if that also plays off of his happy thought of his parents. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's innocent. My my parents did not die because of him. He is completely unrelated to that. He is innocent. I'm going to live with him. I don't have my parents, but I do have a connection to my parents Mm -hmm. and that is okay. That it can be a happy thought. I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that a lot. So can we take a moment? So we have Harry here, a pair of strong clammy hands suddenly attached themselves around Harry's neck. They were forcing his face upward 
He could feel its breath, and it was going to get rid of him first. It was going to get rid of Harry Potter before Sirius, Sirius Black. Black. Yeah. And it goes to show you that... So why, why are the Dementors going after Harry Potter so much? They've been going after him, this is what, the third or fourth time in the book, that they've gone after Harry. Why are they going to kill a student at Hogwarts? Interesting. There's a couple of things, I think, at play here. One, uh, there are two routes. One, Harry's right. It's going to get rid of him first. Two, Harry just interprets that he's going to get rid of him first. Um, Because he is going through this moment, and he is so stuck in this moment. Um, But like... like The putrid breath... And, and and what you didn't read was his mother was screaming in his ears. She was going to be the last thing he ever heard. That in and of itself make in and of itself makes you focus on just you. He does reach for for Sirius's hand or for his arm, um, yeah, and found his arm. They weren't going to take him. You could see Harry putting himself first. So it's only natural that he thinks they're going to take him first. I just don't understand. I mean, Dumbledore makes it quite clear to the Dementors, don't go after the students. And they don't go after any other students. They don't go after the staff. They don't go after the people in Hogsmeade. Why are they going after Harry? Now, in this one moment, one could say that he's trying to help out the the villain Sirius Black, the criminal, uh, he's obviously trying to protect him in this moment. So it might just be like, you're guilty by association, so we'll just off you too. Mm-hmm. But they've gone after Harry before. So there are some of these ideas that they were already associating themselves along with Voldemort mm-hmm. and that they knew that this was Harry Potter. So it's like, whatever, if we can kill him like while he's playing Quidditch or if we can kill him now, like... He's kind of next on our list at some point, but it's not true. It's not full. There are other people who say that because the Dementors feed off of souls and that technically a piece of Voldemort's soul is inside Harry, that he has like a lot of soul, not like, you know. Yeah, there's more soul to be had. Not like. He's got soul, man. You know, not like that, but that he has more soul. So it's kind of like an all-you-can-eat buffet when they look at Harry Potter and they're like, eh, they're not going to miss one kid. Like, this one looks really good. Yeah, and the other part, too, is perhaps because Harry has gone through so much and now he finally has Sirius that they're feeding off the, off of that joy and that hope. Um, I just don't understand how the Dementors could be... Just so loosey goosey. Well, it Dumbledore may... told them you can't yeah, do this. Yeah, but they don't care about Dumbledore. Yeah, for they, they sound like rabid dogs, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that like they just don't care. They, they're sensing hope and joy and or despair and or despair. Right. I and yes, I, I would say in equal parts. Right, because because Harry is feeling such hope and joy because of Sirius. At that same time, the thought of losing Sirius creates that much more despair. Uh, and he and, just has the loss of his parents and the real trauma right. that's happened in his life. All but, of these things are happening all at once. But then, like, why doesn't Neville Longbottom have an issue? I'm not saying that it's equal, but Neville Longbottom went through a lot with it, with the loss of his parents. Yeah, I think, that's a dead, fair, but, I think that's a fair question. Um, well, his like, parents double, are dead. But, like, oh, yeah, never mind. No, they're in St. Mungo's. Aren't they in St. Mungo's? No, they're dead. I thought they were... 
batty? Why am I mixing something up right now? Why have I been thinking that his parents are just in the insane I, asylum? I thought they were dead. I thought uh, I thought Bellatrix tortured just, them to death. I thought they were cruciate. Like, uh, man, I am so bad right now. That's okay. That well, I'm not uh, like uh, solid on my long oh, bottom uh, references. Carissa's saying they're in Mungos. Okay, phew, good. Sorry, okay. I, I apologize. I thought they it's were dead. Okay, it's okay. Sometimes I get like really nervous that I'm like, <laughs> did I make this up in my head? Like the Peter Pan story? <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, and like Dumbledore. Dumbledore's gone through a lot of hard stuff. Now, granted, Dumbledore is an ex- he's the best wizard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So obviously, but I just don't understand. Snape, too. Snape has so much sadness. So if you're saying that the Dementors go after Harry because of the sadness in his life, Snape has a lot of sadness, a lot of guilt. Yes, but he's but Harry is in the presence of Sirius Black, so they're both going at him at the same. They're, but they've gone after Harry when Sirius Black wasn't right next to him before. So that leads me to believe one thing: Voldemort. Yes, but more so if you want to get like tinfoil hat crazy. You I want mean, to get, I'm already there. Let's get tinfoil hat okay, crazy. Okay, all right? tinfoil hat it. crazy. Bloop, pop it on. Ministry of Magic. Already? Already. Maybe the Ministry they... of Magic knows that Harry is nothing but trouble. I and mean... he's already causing trouble for them. We got some issues happening in the Chamber of Secrets. We got some issues happening with the Sorcerer's Stone and uh, I'm Gringotts. Leaning, I'm leaning more Voldemort. Because, because it's very clear in Book 5 that Umbridge sends the Dementors. So that yeah. is clear. Yes, but the Ministry of Magic also has to protect itself. It has to protect its power. Right, its power rests in its ability to control everybody. You know what makes me just laugh so much? You know how there's all these different like web shows and podcasts right now with like theories about all the things that are going on in the world right now. Whether yes. whatever side you're on, <laughs> it's like what you're doing right now. Like oh, this deep dark. Like it could be this, but it's something that bothers me right now. Yep. Like, Kate Drudge here on on YouTube says Sirius was at the Quidditch match though. He was at the Quidditch match, but he wasn't right next to him. I mean, the other players were close to him. Why did they just go after Harry? Hmm. Yes, Sirius was there. They didn't know Sirius was there. They weren't swarming Sirius as Padfoot. That's right. Um, so they just were like hanging out and like, oh, there's Harry freaking Potter. So I and Carissa here says the Dementors are supposedly ministry controlled all along. Um, and Lily says also Harry's the only person to survive the killing curse. So that horror of him experiencing that could be propelling the Dementors toward him. Maybe like the killing curse is as appetizing to the Dementors as Bella Swan smells to <laughs> Edward Cullen. Oh my goodness. Say it out loud. I'm just saying. It's a little sticky point that I have. Uh, I, I'm kind of subscribing to this Ministry of Magic thing. I, I, might, I might be on that. I might be in on this because Harry has been nothing but trouble. Well, but the Dementors, so as we go f- further... Just a re-spoiler alert. As we go further into the next book, the Dementors go after Barty Crouch uh, Jr. So we'll see. We'll I, see. I, I think, we'll, we'll revisit Dementors for the next an several books. I, yeah, I know. There's a lot to talk about for Dementors. <laughs> but, but I'm just I, like, what's your problem? I think there's an agenda. I think there's an agenda in the Ministry of Magic might be behind. If it's like, hey, if you can get them, go get them. If you can't, hey, you can't. But as far back as Prisoner of Azkaban? Yeah. Because he's been nothing but trouble. All they've been trying to do is cover up for this kid. 
and he's they got Sirius Black out of prison, and they know that it's related to Harry Potter. They're trying to save Harry Potter in this book. They are telling you that they're trying to save Harry Potter. Like it, it, Fudge makes such a big deal out of this at the beginning of the book. It's almost like I don't think Fudge is smart enough. He's trying. I don't think Fudge would. In have my sent eyes, the trying way too hard. Way too hard. I don't think it's Fudge. I gotta say. I mean, with a name like that. <laughs> uh, uh, Rachel here says Zementors were at the Quidditch match because of all the happy feelings that were there. It was like a buffet, and Harry was close to catching the snitch, mm. so probably feeling extra excited at that moment. Not wrong. You'll do. They won't miss one kid. Yeah, <laughs> we'll figure it out. I mean, I'm sure they, they'll take care of it. Uh, anything else that you want to say? That's really about it. We're, this? of course, going to be chilling out. Uh, getting to know much more what's been going on this entire night yes. of June 6th, I believe. it's like I think it's June 6th that all of this takes place. All of these chapters, of course, are just within one night. Oh, wow. So uh, my final thought is this. The way that this was written at the end, um, Harry raised his head a few inches and saw an animal amidst the light galloping away across the lake. Eyes blurred with sweat. Harry tried to make out what it was. It was a bright as a unicorn. Fighting to stay conscious, Harry watched it canter to a halt as it reached the opposite shore. For a moment, Harry saw, by its brightness, somebody welcoming it back, raising his hand to pat it. Someone who looked strangely familiar, but it it couldn't be. Harry didn't understand. He couldn't think anymore. He felt that the last of his strength leave him, and his head hit the ground as he fainted. I love what the author chooses to do here. It keeps us in the dark of what is in what this animal is and also uh, what Harry Harry's understanding of who it will be, who he thinks it might be, how all of this, how all of this has come together. We have a, a, a complete emotional arc for Harry in this moment, how it comes up in and of itself and it gets resolved with, with Sirius and how, uh, how, how I said at the beginning of this podcast, it's all built up to this emotional catharsis. And now we still have some story elements to get to. And by keeping us in the dark about what the animal is and who is controlling it, it's not necessarily emotionally attached, it's story attached. And I still like the fact that that, that is, it is pushing us forward. Okay. So that's that. Anything else? No. Are right, you ready for a different perspective, Marvin? Sure. <laughs> okay, here we go. Holy cricket! You're Harry Potter! I'm Hermione Granger. And you are? Sirius Black. Sirius! Having a good day today, huh? I'm completely free! (laughs) (laughs) I could just picture the, you know, that that movie Tangled with Mandy Moore? Running and chasing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and wandering. Could you brush I your hair? Really feel. How, how, how often are you brushing your hair, Sirius? That's the real question. 7 a.m. <laughs> Usual morning lineup, man. <laughs> I didn't know you were Manny Morphin. Uh, you know, we only had three movies in Azkaban. Oh, yeah. What was the other two? Tangled. Tangled. Okay, yeah, Ob- okay. Obvious. And it's my favorite. I, yeah. like to th- I like to think I'm Flynn Rider. <laughs> How's my smolder? Definitely not as good. <laughs> okay, you know I haven't shaved in a little while. Uh, <laughs> so, so we had um, Tangled. Yeah. Okay. We had Big Bird goes to Japan. Whoa! Listen, man. I mean, I've some, some seen some crazy stuff. <laughs> but Big Bird in Japan. Big Bird goes to Japan. 
made me never want to eat sushi again. <laughs> and then the third one, uh-huh. Schindler's List. Sh- not <laughs> uplifting. Not uplifting in Azkaban. So, when it was my night for movie night, Bella, off oh, Bella. Big Bird in Japan. <laughs> I hate my cousin. I hate my cousin. So when it was my night for movie night, pig tangled. Sometimes I'd act it out. Sometimes. <laughs> the end. End scene. Killed Blake early. Mission accomplished. <laughs> you can't breathe? Buddy. In through your nose. There you go. Out through your mouth. <laughs> Didn't mean to. Didn't mean to. My arms hurt. <laughs> oh my goodness. Can you imagine though? Uh, he and his cuz. They were in Azkaban together. Oh. You know. You know at hangout time. Oh. She probably like did spitballs at him. <laughs> Making me watch Tangled again? What are you gonna do? Act out Flynn Rider? <laughs> I wanted to daydream about sushi. <laughs> Freaking tangle. Tangle sucks. Everyone here tells me I look like Mother Gothel. <laughs> you gonna act out Gothel? Listen to your mumsy? <laughs> of course I am! <laughs> Serious is right! <laughs> Uh, yeah. For those of you who are not oh. hardcore oh. Tangled fans, apologies that you don't get any of that. You can watch it. You can watch it. Sirius knows best. Sirius is right. <laughs> the end. Oh, man. Oh. <sighs> that might be a Miriam Lake Hall of Fame moment. Oh, didn't even know. That was. I didn't good. even know who I was picking. Until the last moment. Oh, that was good. I was picturing Snape. <laughs> Schindler's <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah, that would have been boring. So I'm glad you liked series better. Oh, and just getting into I'm Bellatrix. I'm going to start going to improv once COVID's done. Oh, man. They are going to hate me. Okay, Mary, another Potter person. There are hundreds of characters to choose from. Who are you going to be today? Hedwig? Yeah. What's the problem? Want me to be Errol? I'll be Errol, too. <laughs> I'll be Crookshanks. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want from me? Okay. I'm a cat. Let's wrap. <laughs> All right, we got some... Uh... Oh, man, that was good. We've got we've got some some great questions. Some we got some great questions. We got yes. some emails. We got to get to here. Okay, let's do. This. And I just I have to get my life force back because I think mm. it left me for a good Dementor? for a good two seconds. I just I just lost my life. <laughs> just breathe it back. Bring it back, baby. Okay, let's get to some listener questions, shall we? Oh, Miles here. All right, we got some emails first. Uh, this one comes from Becca. She says, hey, guys, I've been tuning in since around December when I got COVID. Oh, by the way, sorry that sorry, you got Becca. COVID. That sucks. Uh, I listened to you guys nonstop for a few days while quarantined and was immediately hooked. Well, Yay, Lumos in the time of Knox. I had a thought when listening to the last episode, though, I've read these books about 10,000 times in my life. And uh, Prisoner of Azkaban is actually my favorite book so of good. the series. However, mm-hmm. big however here, my brain just thought of what I feel like is a huge plot hole, and now I can't unthink it. Uh-oh. 
Bring it. Why didn't the Ministry ever use an owl to locate Sirius? The characters frequently tell their owls throughout the series to deliver letters to people whose whereabouts they don't even know. The owls are always able to. And as soon as I thought it, I looked it up. And of course, Google was full of thoughts, but I didn't think any of them were that good. I want to hear your theories. Could there be a good explanation or is this a plot hole? Marvin, thoughts? I think he was always on the move and he was in the form of Padfoot. (sighs) Owl is not looking for a Padfoot and he's unregistered. Yep. So Owl doesn't know to look for for, For uh, for Sirius. And... Even if did I just kick Google's butt? You just kicked Google's butt. You out Googled <laughs> Google. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Becca, I, I think it's a valid question. Like, part of me wonders if it is at this moment in the streaking check when he finally becomes in human form, and if he's been padfoot all this time, because we've only seen him as, except when he like got into the castle and he was holding the dagger. We've only seen him in padfoot form. Yes. So. I think he's evading the Dementors by being, he realized that they couldn't find him as Padfoot. He can hide away from owls and stuff. It is interesting as we go forward um, in book four, but we'll get back to them. Okay. Uh, This one comes from Lacey. She says, how would the Harry Potter series have been different if Lily married Severus Snape instead of James? And how much money do the Hogwarts teachers get paid? Okay. So if Lily married Snape, their relationship would be Blake and mine. Yes. We actually, in our rock bands days, <laughs> our band was called Lily and the Snapes. Yep, absolutely. That's how After we did. After Harry and the Potters, Wizard mm-hmm. Rock Band. We just like remixed it a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So it would be this kind of a dynamic, um, except you would be good at potions. Yes. I would be good at potions. Yeah. And then what was the other question? And how much money do the teachers get paid? Oh, very, very little. Very little. I mean, but they get full room and board, which is pretty sweet. Free food. And they get summers off. Yep. Um, and they get the holidays off. Um, I think their benefits are pretty decent. Like, nobody has really bad teeth. <laughs> they so, got good dental. Yeah. Great 401k. Uh, so and they, they get free health care from Madame Pomfrey. I yeah. mean... HIPAA. HIPAA, dude, HIPAA compliant. She's perfect. They probably like when she's not mom. drinking her booze. <laughs> she's yeah. not tipping back some vodka. I don't think they get paid well. Uh, I doubt that they get paid well, but they got perks. Yeah. Do you, do you think they offer like a vacation? Like, hey, why don't you go to uh, Mallorca on us? No. No, you don't think so? No. No, not at all. I mean, maybe they allow a sabbatical here or there, but I haven't even heard anybody go on sabbatical. That's, oh, that's, I'll actually. Oh no, uh, uh, the the one that one of the remain with his limbs. Remain with his limbs. That that was like a year off for health reasons. Oh, okay. okay. That wasn't like to go study. All right. So, yeah, yeah I don't fair think enough. that well. All right, uh, Lacey, thank you so much. And this one comes from I don't see. Oh, this one comes from Denise. Denise says, "Hey guys, by far the different perspective section on your Potterverse has become my absolute most." <laughs> favorite part it's become like an interview but that makes it even better and you know how she wrote the word better tell me b-e-t-t-a-h 
Your cousin from Boston. That's my girl. Mary is perfect to stepping into the character's thoughts, and Blake encourages the thought and the conversation. I love this, and you both. Thank you for the laughing out loud Yay. every single time. Denise, you know we love you, so thank you so much for Denise, those I hope words. you're a Tangled fan. Otherwise, you won't get today's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is it for the emails. We I know we got a whole bunch here. of questions. Go on, go on IG first. We'll go on go IG Instagram first. I okay. Saw. All right. Timmy's here. Hey, Timmy. Hey, Timmy Mara. Uh, let's see. Right here, Courtney. Courtney T. Okay. I've always wondered how Harry has no other Potter relatives. We learn later that pure bloods are so long and inter- intertwined that even the Weasleys and Blacks are related. Well, isn't Potter, aren't the Potters and the Peverells related? Mm-hmm. So, like, there there are relations. I just wonder if they're not as important. So, it's just not, like, relevant to the story. Like, when you have a chosen family, like, James chose his family. And Lily had a sister, but sister hated her. Mm-hmm. So, like, they, they were on their own. It kind of reminds me of, of Jack and Rebecca and This Is Us. Well, I just think that James was an only child. Um, and, you know, I think about, like, my family. Like, our last name, my maiden last name is going to dwindle out because my brother didn't have any sons. Um, we weren't very close with extended relatives at all. So Harry didn't get to meet a grandparents because the grandparents were dead. Um yeah, I mean, it is hard to believe. He probably has second, third cousins, somebody out there, but probably people that just were never close to them. But you'd think that they would come out of the woodwork and be like, I am Harry Potter's second cousin. Right. But maybe not. Maybe he doesn't have that many. Maybe they just had like one kid at a time and everyone died. That, I mean, that's so that, and, and, tragic. And especially after the, the latest Wizarding War. I mean, it's possible yeah. that their relatives died. Yeah. Right? So, because if they're pure blood, then. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They they could have died uh, with the war with Voldemort in the in the 80s or 90s, whatever it was. So yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Amanda on IG says, "Do you think Dumbledore knew what oh, was Amanda, happening?" Amanda, you are just taunting me. Dumbledore hasn't gotten any hate from me recently. That's true. And here's the issue that we face, Mary. We made the assertion. Mm-hmm. That Dumbledore knew a lot what was happening during yeah. Chamber of Secrets. Dumbledore and, knows what's going on, and if he does know what's going on, yeah. right now, yeah, he time turner fixes it in the next chapter, so he knows what's going on. He knows it gets fixed. All right, so all right, good point, good point, good point. I forgot about that. I don't know how I forgot about it, but I, I did forget about Easy it. Easy button, bloop, and and but that in and of itself too poses further. Logical the time turner thing, man, it's going to blow and, your mind. Then story questions. Yes, um, but I do think Dumbledore knows exactly what's going on. He doesn't need a Marauder's map. Yes. Okay. So let's see. I know we had a bunch of questions up up at the top. Uh, okay. If you wrote a question long, long ago on Facebook, you're going to rewrite it. Here we go. All right. Tamara says, "Would Harry's still be protected if he lived with his godfather?" No, he would not. No. And I don't think he knows that right now. I don't think, obviously, I, I, I know this. That would have been the most that. awkward conversation if he came into school and he was like, guess what, Dumbledore? 
my godfather's totally innocent. I'm actually going to go stay with him. I'm so excited. And he like wrote a letter to the Dursleys like, peace, suckers. And then Dumbledore was like, yeah, so I'm going to yeah, tell you this now. So about that. For you to stay alive, you actually have to stay at the Dursleys every summer. <laughs> and I, I don't think the owl's coming back. So you're going to have to explain that. Sorry. <laughs> Roe Bless on uh, YouTube. YouTube. Uh, YouTube says, also, if this happy thought of having family and leaving the Dursleys was not happy enough to generate a Patronus, how were all the students in the Dumbledore's army able to produce them so easily? I think Harry really made them understand the level of happy thoughts. Like, he had to be like, guys, y'all need to go do some personal development. Find your why. <laughs> find your why what's your why <laughs> and like amplify it because uh, when I first tried didn't work okay and I'm Harry Potter and, so and, and think of that too like is is Harry able to uh, perform the Patronus charm because he is so special as a wizard or because he has been through so much. I think a mix, but if I were to say anything, it would be because he's an extraordinarily great wizard. I see. I would say the opposite. I would say that it's because he's been through so much. He has known true pain. Well, in this point it's life and death. Like you can do a lot of things if you're a life or death. Yeah, you but can even jump even further. Even with Lupin in, in, the, in the class, he's able to produce some sort, some sort of a wisp, right? Yeah. So like, I, but that's, the kids all do the wisp. They can all wisp in Dumbledore's <laughs> army. All right, and then they enough. eventually all get it. Lily says, has Hagrid been in this hut this entire time? I wonder if he's able to witness all of these events as the group exits the Whomping Willow Tunnel. I think I, he's sleeping. I he think had he, some fire whiskey. He was. He's sleeping it off. Uh, he's fine. Yeah, definitely. Totally agree. He did not. He does not know what's going on. That whomping willow is probably so noisy all the time that he probably has a white noise machine or fangs snoring is like his white noise. He can't hear anything. Uh, Caitlin asks. I get that it was a tense and exciting time, uh, but Lupin, Hermione, why did neither of them remember the full moon, which her in her case is a face palm? Uh, one of the five of them should have remembered. It's not like it's a monthly thing for Lupin. Um, <clears throat> yes, it is a tense time, but it is also one of immediate need. Um, it's it is the it, like. It, it's like seeing someone who killed your best friend, like, and you know that they're there, and you're you're or, you know who has caused immense pain. You're just gonna be like, oh, wait, hold on one sec. Let me take this before you No, you're going to jump and you're going to go and you're going to go check things out. And yes. And, and I think there is, I think there's enough character reasoning to support the notion yeah. that they just forgot in the heat of the moment. Yes. I believe that they would both would forget. Uh, Tammy asks, do Dementors only go after humans? What about the other sentient creatures that have emotions? Now that's a good question. Like the centaurs. Uh, I'm going to Google it. That is a very good question, Tammy. I'm leaning towards humans as they are used to guard Azkaban, but I don't know if there's like a different jail for centaurs. I don't know. Very good question. I like this. Mm, let's see. Yeah. You, our little lad is saying that he thinks that there is a jail for centaurs. 
I don't know how you round them up. It doesn't say here. I I'm gonna lean on only humans. Uh yeah don't I got I got nothing here. I'm gonna say only humans as well. Uh let's see. Angela says, "Didn't you say the they he only had to stay with the Dursleys for a week each year? Couldn't he just spend the first week with them and the rest of the summer with Sirius?" He needs to claim it as his home. Correct. In order for that. it to work. He has to, yeah, stay at least like as his home. He could spend a lot of time with Sirius. Yes. Uh, Amy says, I would assume Harry would consider Sirius home because of the emotions attached to him, thus defeating the charm uh, uh, on the uh, on the Dursleys. I mean, that, that's a fair thing, too. But still, I think that the charm was created with the Dursleys in mind. So it has to be the Dursleys as a result of when it was created and for whom it was created. Oh, Fidelius. So that is that. Um, okay. Got, got anything else? No, I'm good. All right. Thank you everybody for all the questions and, and engagement and watching me literally lose my soul for about two seconds. Uh, it was, that was a wild experience. I, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. <laughs> That's good. You need to laugh like that. Uh, oh, and Lily says it's about the physical relation to Petunia. Yes. Yes. Not just what consider Harry considers home. Uh, and Tammy follows up with that too. So yes, it's about the physical blood relation to Petunia. Yes. And whereas he doesn't have a physical blood relation to Sirius. Um, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense also. Um, so yeah. Okay. Let's close this bad boy out, shall we? We shall. Let's do it. Thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to the Potterverse, helping bring some Lumos in a time of Knox. We love your emails. We love your theories. And we hope we get a lot of them in the next chapter because it's a bananas chapter. If you haven't started yet, you're going to want to start it now. It's quite a long one. For those of you audiobook listeners, you went from a 12-minute chapter to about an hour-long chapter. Buckle up, baby. Yeah, so buckle up. Um, We also want to thank you if you are a supporter at MinuteWithMary.com. I truly, truly appreciate your patronage. Even if it's just that you come into my Minute with Mary VIP group on Facebook and hang out there, I really, really appreciate it. And don't forget, of course, to join the nerdclan.com where you can go and get tons of great benefits uh, from us, like me being the model for Minute with Mary itself, or uh, doing the book clubs, the various chapters and bonus episodes and premium podcasts that we do there, like Keep Calm and Crown On, dedicated to just the crown and, uh, you know... There's a lot of stuff going on with that. Lots of stuff. So much stuff going on in like all the fandoms that we cover. Outlander has some big news. Bridgerton has had big news. You know, all these great things. So make sure you're in the Mary and Blake Facebook group where we can all geek out together. On that note, I'm Mary. My name is Blake. Mischief Managed. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.